Cinebuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Oh, two buddies. Oh, my goodness. That's the theme song. I am uh, <laughs> I am one buddy. I'm Justin Barney from 88.9. And I'm uh, the second Christopher Bollard from Milwaukee Film. And today we are talking about Bohemian Rhapsody. No one will play us on the radio. We need to get experimental. Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening. Do it again. One more. How many more Galileos do you want? Roger, there's only room in this band for one hysterical queen. Bohemian Rhapsody is the biopic of the band Queen. Mostly, Or, or biopic. Or biop. Whatever you want. What is it? I, I used to say biopic, and no, then I, I heard think people say it. I think biopic. I think biopic is the annoying way to say it. Okay. But, you know, your journey. Yeah, you know. Yeah. To each their own. That's right. It's a it's the biopic yeah. <laughs> of the great. band Queen, but it's mostly, it's really about Freddie Mercury. Yeah. It's about how they started, their rise and ascension, troubles within Freddie Mercury's life, yeah. and then it all culminates in the Live Aid concert in 1985. Yeah. And uh, that you know that from the very beginning. It kind of sets it up, yeah. and then at the end, it returns to it. Yeah. It is directed by Brian Singer, who also directed The Usual Suspects. I did not know that until this second when you said it. <laughs> he, was, he also directed <laughs> X-Men and Superman, a couple other superhero <laughs> movies. It's an odd... I know, right? An odd, uh, odd veering off. So the Usual Suspects is a great movie. Uh, and uh, then, but the other ones, uh, not so much. <laughs> what, yeah. Oh wait, actually, the other ones. He did that. No, no, no. That was saying the other movies that he directed. Oh yeah, no, yeah, the, the other X-Men ones not so much. You know, I, well, no, yeah. X Men were great too. It's yeah. just he went in a. He started off in these really oh, yeah. interesting indie, cool little, and then he went in a really weird direction. Oh, yeah, went big. Yeah, and then uh, I think this is an. Interesting... But I think that makes I think that makes sense for seeing this movie. Yeah. that he has done some superhero movies yeah. before. Uh, Freddie Mercury is played by Remy Malek. Okay, Polly, what did you think of Bohemian Rhapsody? Um, I have mixed feelings. Ultimately, really glad I saw it. I enjoyed yes. it, and it, it did what I think the movie is intended to do, which is it got me excited about Queen again. Yeah, like, totally. The music, obviously, is amazing. Yeah, um, it's Queen. It's one of those bands where... If you're not a hardcore fan, if you're like a passive fan, like it it reminds you like, oh yeah, they did that one. Oh, oh my that. god, right? The whole movie is me going, Oh my god, they yeah, they've got like a hundred giant anthem. Yes. Big. And it's like they they reached the top and then they kept going. And yeah. they did it again and they kept going and they made another hit. Yeah. It was really to see that run is incredible. Yeah, and every time they do, like they discover in the movie another big like, oh, they're gonna they're, now they're doing Bohemian Rhapsody or now they're doing this, and I'm like, oh, they've pretty much tapped it. And then no, it, like through the whole film, you're like, oh yeah, of course they did that one too. Right. So it it is that for that reason, it's it's definitely worth it. And I will say, the last half an hour is uh, of the film is stunning. And. Uh, so I'm sensing some uh, reservations. Oh, you here. know the what only, and it's not really criticism. It's a very solid movie, and like, and all those things I just said. But I, I have a, I, I mean, I just after seeing so many movies that are biopics or biopics, mm-hmm. um, 
they're there, you know, they can be a bit formulaic. Yeah. And it's understandable. I mean, you're using a very specific life. It's not like fiction. So it's, you're going to show the things that happen. And in these stories of like musicians or artists. Yeah. Honestly, there's a very familiar track. Yeah. What is the track? Which is, you know, start small, humble beginnings. Right. Gets uh, big. Big break. Don't have Problems within the band. Threaten to break up. Exactly. Handling fame. What does that make you do? It's either drugs, alcohol, something. You know, that happens a lot. Right. Um, Not that Freddie Mercury's path wasn't unique in its own way. It was just in in the biographical film realm. There's just a lot of familiar elements. So at the first half of it, it I was, was like, okay, now we're doing this. It was hard for me to distinguish, like, is this just a played out storyline or right. is this what actually happened? Right. And, you know. Because it's also, yeah, because that's another thing with bi- uh, biographies is, like, how much of this is legit, how much of it is exaggerated yes. or made up for the film. My hot take yeah, is... I thought, like, for a band that really made its name state doing things that were unconventional yeah. and did things that were outside of the box, this movie did none of those things. Oh, it was very conventional. Very conventional. And yeah. even they, they even had, like, a producer that said, I like formulas. Yeah. <laughs> and they had Freddie Mercury thinking, and he thinks out loud to himself, Oh, that's good. Yeah. The great is like they don't it's like there's two levels of irony in that scene. One yes. is it's Mike Myers playing this producer. Yeah. And ironically, you know, he ended up using Bohemian Rhapsody in his film Wayne's World and he says in the film, No one's no kids are never gonna play this in their car and headbang to it with like a wink to the camera. There was a laugh in the theater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when he says formulas, I'm like, I don't think you understand the other irony, which is that you are currently using a formula to get across this. This right. uh, this story, yeah. Overall, over overall, I think it's definitely worth watching. I think there's a lot of great things in it, and like I said, the last half hour is like epically what inspirational. Like mm-hmm. the, the when they sh- especially leading up to and when they get to the Live Aid concert, it becomes a concert film yes, for like absolutely. twenty minutes almost, it yeah. and it is awesome. It's really really nice. The number one feeling that I got out of it was that Freddie Mercury is an amazing performer. Right. That was the number one. Yeah. You know, it tried to show the the hills and valleys of him as a person. I did, really did not feel that I understood Freddie Mercury as a person. Right. But I did, the sense that I got was that he's a great performer. And I liked watching it because I like rock and roll movies. Right. Yeah. Um, however, I did not think that it was a great movie okay yeah but worth watching definitely worth it and i think worth watching in the theater for for those big performance elements so <laughs> not it is a terrible comparison but like purple rain where actually purple rain is very different because it is a great movie wrapped in a bad movie yeah uh but that's great to watch because the stage performances in that movie are mind-blowing and i it- think this one is similar Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. 
And we're back. And we're back. They're patiently waiting for you to say. I know my dramatic <laughs> pause there. Um, okay, let me talk about my gripes with this movie. Do it. So I thought that one, like we were talking about how they just it did a great job. These are things that it did great. It mm-hmm. showed how Freddie Mercury was a wonderful performer. Yeah. It show it made you realize just like how difficult it is to remain on top and how they they did that. Yeah. It would have been know. an easier movie. Yeah. Had they not had so many hits. Yeah. <laughs> had they <laughs> not know? been so crazy successful. <laughs> it really would have because it was like every single they played a lot of the hits. And it was fun to hear all of the songs. Yeah. It did get a little repetitive yeah. on here's another song and we'll play it. And honestly, I did not love Remy Malik's performance. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I felt like there was there was these two sides of Freddie Mercury. And obviously, I don't know Freddie Mercury yeah. personally. And so this essentially is my history of Queen. Yeah. This is my biography of Freddie Mercury. Right. This is all I know. So this this is like what how it is written. And there were in the first half of this, as Freddie Mercury and as Queen is ascending to stardom, Freddie Mercury, the whole thing is like, oh, I'm a genius and it can't be touched. Right. Everything I think of is right. Right. And in the beginning it just followed this pattern of the genius is questioned. The genius is right. Yeah, and then Freddie Mercury like comes out, mm-hmm. and he gets um, he doesn't divorce his wife. Oh, Do they okay. get divorced? I don't know. But he comes out. Yeah, and suddenly he kind of like loses all of that confidence. He is completely a, a like a different person. Yeah, I mean, that part of the film I liked a little bit more just because it really talked about his loneliness amidst a sea of, like, worshipers and partygoers. It showed him being, like, generally lonely. And I really didn't feel like that really came across. Oh, really? Like, it says that, and he has this this partner that he is working with before, like, on the the rise to stardom, and then who kind of they place blame on and is like, oh, it wasn't Freddie Mercury that was doing all this. And there is a lot of, like, placing blame on tangential figures. Um... And so it, it talks about all these outside characters, and they say that he is lonely. But I never felt like well, he yeah, it's the like the moments needed like to have when people around him when he, him and his wife separate, and she lives next door, and he calls her just to, yeah. And then he's trying to connect with his bands, and they've got families now, and he's like just trying to get them to hang out with him. I mean, they do it; they have to do it very economically, so it's within the span of like fifteen minutes where they really start showing those parts of it. But they, I felt like that that was poignant. Like they got that across where like he's got people, a party, he's throwing a whole party cause he's so lonely, but the only people he really wants to spend time with, they, they have other things to do. And then he's just left with this kind of surface, like on, on hangers on. Um, and I liked that. I liked his performance. I was watching it because when you keep hearing ahead of time, Oh, this performance, Oscar worthy performance, mm-hmm. you know, I, Oh, and it's in a biopic mm-hmm. again, like, I'm always looking for that formula. Like, mm. what, what is it really going to be like? And I, I thought it was good. I, I did think he was good. It didn't blow me away. Yeah. Um, but I also, like you said, I don't know much about Freddie Mercury. And my f- 
my feeling right after the movie was I need to go look at some interviews with I, I want to go look up some interviews with Freddie Mercury and right. kind of see how he was because it could be that like I watch it and I'm like oh yeah he nailed him at least like the 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 physical portrayal in the in the right in the, he looks a lot like looks him. a lot like him I don't know like the sound and the but his stage performances I was very familiar with those and those he nailed and that's why but I those felt like, like in the first half there was he was so confident he could not do any wrong and yeah. he you know he was just full of it yeah. and then in the second half I mean they he's he remains on top you yeah. know like queen is still as good he is as good of a stage performer yeah. but then they like kind of portray him as being like kind of it loses that confidence but yeah. keeps it on stage well i mean he he goes solo for with the part yeah. where he goes solo and that is not as effective and mm-hmm. then that's intermingled with those moments where he's like again trying to connect with people and then and he's not finding that connection and um i did love his how they portrayed the rest of Queen. I like that a lot of the movie. They really got along. Yeah. You know? Well, I was thinking about that because Brian May is was a consultant on the, uh-huh. on the film. And I'm like, I wonder how much this was like, no, I was really nice here. I was really understanding at this yes. point. Because <laughs> it was. It was like they were all really nice to each other. Yeah. And, and then like, all of a sudden, Freddie decides to go solo, they and talk about suddenly the they're mad too. He says, "Like, aren't you tired of the fighting and the and the pushback?" And but those are represented very playfully. Like, the, yeah, the 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 fights and the conflicts are very playful and kind of good humored. Yeah. So it didn't really show any har- super harsh uh, 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 conflict. And it. when they came back together, they. Freddie Mercury talks about how they all need each other and how they are equal parts in yeah. this band together. And I would have loved to see a movie that was more equal parts. This, the whole, oh, yeah. if they really were the sum of all their parts, then I would have loved to see how they play with each other. But instead, yeah. this was, it was just about Freddie This Mercury. is, I mean, yeah, I think that's what this movie is. It's a Freddie yeah. Mercury biopic, right. for sure. But um, yeah, I don't know. Overall, I did enjoy it, I but I did through the whole thing, recognized the formula of this kind of a movie. Mm-hmm. It was for me saved. And like I've said before in the last Mike Myers character really did bother me. <laughs> yeah. I, part, I, part of it is like working in the music industry and I was not in the music industry in the seventies, You weren't? Uh, but, but like knowing it just like every record label is always is portrayed as being evil and only about, money and being like demanding and all of the characteristics that he is and i've i've never met anybody like that yeah and it might be how the music industry has changed but he really was i that character just was so flat and was i just think really i think it was all supposed to be just like a wink reference to that which you know it's cute it was fine yeah i didn't mind it but it, it culminates and it ends in the live aid concert yeah and uh I mean, that really was just, it was the full 20-minute yeah. set from Honestly, that it, Queen did at Live Aid. And it was a point at which where he's having trouble with his voice, and mm-hmm. they didn't pull back from that. They showed him, even when he, like, rallies in, in a movie like this, supposed to be like, I rallied, and I my voice is perfect. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he had to make adjustments yeah. while on stage, and they showed that a bit. But um, they filmed it incredibly well. Like, you felt like you were in this, <laughs> this uh, stadium with thousands and thousands of people and you see the like when he does a bohemian rhapsody you or not even bohemian rhapsody um yeah bohemian rhapsody you see the, the just little glimpses of the audience like 
tearing up and getting yeah. overwhelmed. And I, I'll admit it towards the end. I was like, I was feeling it. I was in, I was totally in. Yeah. That worked for me. And then when he sees this, I mean, really sentimental things, again, little things that you kind of have to check the box, but they still worked. Like when he sure he makes good with his father and they hug. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, I feel it. <laughs> I see what you're doing and it still works. Don't, don't think I don't see it, man. Mm. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Still worked for me. You know what kind of biography movies that I love, and it's a thing that started uh, like 10 years ago or something, when they take a, a tiny portion of the person's I life. I really like that. And they they had success with it a few times, and they it's, you know, it's become a thing now, but I do love it. It's really nice. My, yeah, let's talk about movies yeah. that kind of that portray the musicianship and really work. Yeah. What, what, what are you thinking of a specific example there? Well, this wasn't even a musician necessarily, but it's about, it's My Week with Marilyn. Mm, Michelle Williams as Marilyn Rowe, and it's about this young man who she meets, and she's it's his it's it's a week he spends with Marilyn Rowe. Yeah, it's a very specific time, and it was real. I was I, again, it was like Oscar bait kind of thing, and I'm like, yeah, oh, you know what, whatever. I like Michelle Williams. I'm going to check it out, but I was very surprised at how much I got into it, and the performances were amazing. And I I think that you're onto something there. That's it's like you know one of the most famous pieces of journalism of all time is Frank Sinatra has a cold by Gay Talese. Oh yeah. And uh, I think that that kind of thing where if you're trying to show the character of Freddie Mercury, to show it across, you know, a decade or two in a movie in two hours, it's just a difficult thing to do. And they really brush by everything. It's like suddenly they're sitting with the, the label that might sign them. Yeah. And literally in the next transition, they're the biggest band in the world. Right, right, right. There 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 is no you didn't get a sense of any of that. It was like yeah. suddenly they're in a garage and they have a meeting with this guy and Freddie Mercury is like, you're gonna sign us. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he signs them and then they're number one. It was yeah. just, I was like, where what did I miss here? It's always that's it's the Biggest obstacle of any film of this scale, like yeah. for somebody's life, is like you have to condense their whole life into two hours mm-hmm. or two and a half or whatever, and it's impossible. And that's why when they do those close in focus, like let's just do this four days, really get to know them. Like if you can meld those two, which right. again you probably have to have a four hour movie, right? Um, which is impossible because the thing that this movie focused the most on was. Live Aid, the last 20 minutes, yeah. and was him as a performer, which is why I came out of it feeling like he, what a great stage performer, yeah. what a, what a model front man, right. uh, and not like, oh, the what an interesting life of Freddie Mercury. Yeah, and I feel like when you have a film like the a, a biography of somebody, you have to take, you don't have to, I mean, the formulas, as Mike Myers says, formulas work. <laughs> Yeah. And they do work, and I enjoy so formula. Ironic. There are formulaic films that I do enjoy. Yeah, and yeah, but I love it when when they take a different, like a little skewed view of that, like the I Tanya mm-hmm. film oh, about yeah. Tanya Harding. Yeah, that was like, great. That was a very strange and different way to do a film about somebody. My- and then I also was reminded of um, uh, Selma, which is Ava DuVernay's film. Oh yeah, about Martin Luther King. Just and again, just focusing on this on the the Selma. Yeah, uh, episode and um, that was wonderful and artfully done, like beautifully photographed, very respectful of him. But still, you could take an artistic 
view of it, just a little bit more traditional one. Yeah. There's just a lot of ways to do it. And, but again, uh, for, you know, I get why formulas are used. Yeah. My favorite musical biopic is Gainsbourg, A Heroic Life. That is a good movie. Yeah. I thought I like one Serge Gainsbourg is like in my top yeah. 10 artists of all time. Yeah. So I love Serge. Um, but I thought that that movie took the artistry that is Serge. It took like all those idiosyncrasies that make yeah. up Serge Gainsbourg and it mirrored them in the way that it made the film. Yeah. There is this big puppet. Of yes. Surge that shows I up. Love that. I know, right? <laughs> and it shows just like how um, whimsical and yeah. how outrageous Surge is. And it, it did a really great job of reflecting his personality and his music in the style that they made the right. film and giving you an understanding of like who Serge Gainsbourg is yeah. without having to go step by step and, no, and that do is all this really stuff. Good. So I would say again, I always was my old fallback is Purple Rain. Yeah, like it, it's a, it's just ridiculous. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is. It's as strange as Prince was. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know it's problematic because of the time it was made, and so there were some issues in it. But we we showed it at the festival a couple years uh, last year, and oh my gosh, the the audience applauds a screen. Yeah, if the audience applauds not live performers. I love You've that. You've done something well. I love that. But though those scenes on stage are some of the best musical performances like filmed in filmed history, as far as I'm concerned. Those are astounding performances. Yeah. And then also the absurdity of Prince acting <sighs> and Morris Day in the Time yeah. is is delightful. Yeah. yeah. We want to know your favorites. Yeah. What what do you think? What biopic or biopic? Yeah, either. We're, we're, first of all, where do you stand on the pronunciation? <laughs> yeah, but more importantly. Yeah, let's talk about that. And uh, uh, we want to know what you think, what movie you think did it really well. I think it's Gainsbourg. Um, Kate Polly thinks it is Purple Rain. Yeah. We want to know yours so that we can see them and watch them as well. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. We're going to share this on both of our Facebook pages. Uh, thanks for listening. Next week, we are talking about Widows. Widows by Steve McQueen. Cinebuds is produced by Tyrone Miller. Oh, yeah. We get sonic handcrafted inspiration from the License Lab. They're artisanal. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. Uh, In French, Le Newski. <laughs> we also get support from Associated Bank, uh, members from Milwaukee Film, and members from 88.9. And, uh, and from your love. And from your love. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We love you. Yeah.